Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. We are continuing a sermon series that we've been doing called Apart. And the idea behind the sermon series is that God has called us to be a part of something special that he has given us here on the earth, and that is the church. But that the enemy, the devil, always tries to separate us and keep us apart from the people of God and the people that Christ wants us to be with. So that's the overarching premise of the series. And today, last week, we we were talking about being part of a body, so a local church, a family of believers. But today we're we're talking about being part of God's body. So I think most of us uh, know, um, everybody who is in Lighthouse Church knows that we have also our outreach ministry, which is called Leading Lights Network. And that is a video resource website that people all over the world use. Um, We also have TV shows that go out on TBN UK and a TV station in New Mexico in the United States. But I wonder how many of you know the process of how all of that happens and how we get all of that content out. Um, So it all starts out in a recording studio, which is in a little annex um, on our house. And this is a room that houses the church office and our recording studio. And James built a set for us. And if you have seen any of our videos, you will see a beautiful wooden structure and a bricked wall, which James built. Um, Today, it looks very different because we've turned it into a green screen studio, so we can actually put any background that we want. But James, with his carpentry carpentry skills and, and painting skills, he has created that studio for us. Greg spends time uh, preparing and praying what God wants him to share. And he comes once a week, usually on a Friday, and he records the messages. Rowani is our expert in all things to do with media. She sets up the cameras. She films. She makes sure that Greg looks good. She then takes all the footage onto the computer, and she does the first edit where she uh, uses the different camera angles, she puts the background in instead of the green screen. And then when Rowani's finished with her job, it then goes to Ife. And Ife goes through and picks out all the scriptures that Greg speaks about. She gets them all from BibleGateway.com and she pastes them in on very smart strap lines that Rowani created for us. Um, And she does all the scriptures throughout the video. And when Aoife is finished, it's then my turn. And I go through and I review everything, I make sure there's no glitches, no mistakes, that the audio levels are good, that there's no scriptures missed out, no spelling mistakes. And I put in an intro and an outro, and I export the videos. And I send one to TBN UK, which reaches uh, over 20 million homes. I send one to the the TV station in America, We put some up on YouTube, on Vimeo. We do an online service so that people on Sundays um, who can't come to church can watch the online service. 
And we have various other videos that we put in various different places for people to be able to access the Word of God from wherever they are. So, I've said all that to say, we have a team of people working together, and if one person doesn't do their job correctly, it throws the whole assembly out, line out, and it, it delays us, and it puts pressure on us. But when each of us is doing our bit, we get a fantastic product at the end of the day. A product that is going out to nations all across the world. We have people emailing us from all over the world, even some countries where they shouldn't be hearing the Word of God because they're not allowed to. But the Word of God is going out because of a team of people that are working together. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about God's body. And there is an amazing scripture in verse 30 um, of Ephesians chapter 5, which says, We, you and I, are members of God's body, of his flesh and his bones. And this is something that is very difficult for our human minds to understand. And Paul even says in verse 32 that it is a profound mystery. It's a difficult thing to understand. And this is nestled within a passage that is quite a famous passage talking about marriage. For some people, it's not a very popular passage because it's the one where it talks about wives submit to your husbands. But this idea of being a part of God's body is nestled in this passage talking about marriage. But actually what Paul says, he says, actually I'm talking about Christ and the church. So while we often look at it and look at see it's husbands and wives, it's actually about Christ's relationship with his church. And that's what we are going to talk about today. Because, you know, marriage is so important to God. And it's so important as a theme in the Bible. The Bible starts out with a marriage with Adam and Eve. The Bible ends with a marriage in Revelation, with the marriage of the Lamb and his bride. And all the way through the Bible, we have instances where marriage is used as an allegory and as, as an illustration. God calls Israel his bride. Jesus calls his church his bride. It is such an important relationship. It is the most intimate human relationship. And God uses it as an illustration for his relationship with the church. And society doesn't hold marriage up like it should be held up. And so, so there's a song that makes my blood boil. It's that Bruno Mars song, I Think I Want to Marry You. If I hear that song, I get so angry because the premise behind that song is, Today, I think I want to marry you, so let's go ahead and get married. But if tomorrow we don't feel like it anymore, no problem. We can just give it all up. We don't have to stay married. I've even seen on one of these Facebook videos, someone using that as a proposal to propose to their future wife. If I, that, yeah, that would make me super angry. But... What it's saying is there is no commitment involved. If today you want to be married, great. If tomorrow you don't, that's fine. 
But the biblical view of marriage is about commitment, it's about love, it's about joining together and being unified until death do us part. And the reason that it's so important is because God uses it as an illustration for his relationship with the church. So that's what we need to get today. So we're going to read through that passage in Ephesians chapter 5. And while normally we would have read it thinking of marriage, thinking about husbands and wives, I want us to look at it with new eyes today and think about Christ and his church. So Ephesians 5.22, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is head of the wife, so also Christ is head of the church. He is the saviour of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, let wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh and his bones. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife. They shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So what Paul is saying, as husbands love their wives, so Christ loves his church. As husbands and wives become one flesh, so the church becomes a part of God's body. As we nourish and cherish our own bodies, so Christ nourishes and cherishes the church as his own body. Do you know, God says in Isaiah 49, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hand. Some versions say engraved you on the palm of my hand. That means it can never be removed. John 10, Jesus says no one can ever take you out of my hand. And in Ephesians 5, it says, we are a part of God's flesh, Christ's flesh and his bones. So how do we enter into this mystery that is God's body? And I just want to be clear here. I'm not talking about having your name on a church membership list. I'm not talking about being christened into a church or baptized or confirmed and saying, now I belong to a church. These are human ideas of what the church body is. That's not what I'm talking about. We are talking about the incredible gift that God has given us to become a part of his body, nourished and cherished by him 
We become the people of God and every one of us has an important function. Every one of us is an integral part of God, what God wants to do through his church because his church is plan A and plan Z for bringing the gospel to the ends of the earth. There is no other plan. It's his church. So we're going to look at Ephesians 5.31 and we're just going to break it down. We're going to look at what it means for marriage and what it means for the church. So, first of all, a man will leave his father and mother. So in a marriage, a couple, a man and a woman, leave their original families and they join together to make a new family. It would be a little bit weird if after a wedding they each went back to live with their previous families. It would also be a little bit strange and very unhealthy if after they were married they brought all of their families with them to live with them. I think there may be some cultures that actually do that, but that is not easy on a young married couple. But there has to be a leaving behind of our previous families and joining to become a new family. In our modern language, we may say we're cutting the apron strings and starting something new. And in God's body, when we come and become a part of God's body, there is a life that we need to leave behind, a previous life that did not include God, a life that didn't include the principles of the Bible. We need to leave those behind to be joined to the body of God. The second thing is that a man should be united with his wife. And this happens with wedding vows. When we vow to each other in our marriage ceremony, we are committing to one another. We are saying things to reassure one another of a secure future. We commit to love one another. And in the body of God, when we join in a covenant relationship with him, we are saying to him, you are Lord and Savior. You are leader of my life. And in turn, he says to us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. No one can take you out of my hand. So we join in covenant relationship with God. And then the third thing, the two shall become one flesh. And in marriage, this is a physical union, a consummation of the marriage in God's body. It's about physically joining in with the body of God, with the people of God, with a church family. It's about becoming a part of the life and the activities of the church because every one of us has a part to play. Now today we're going to be saying goodbye to someone and I was hoping, I don't think Levita is here today. Levita is going to be leaving the island. Um, she's going to work elsewhere and she hasn't been with us for very long. But while she was with us, she got involved. And she was one of the ladies who's been providing tea and coffee for you every Sunday morning. She became a part of our church body. She committed herself. And it's going to be sad to see her go. And if anybody wants to take her place, please come and see me after the service. <laughs> but we are to join and be a part of the family of God. There are churches out there 
who have very little expectation of their people. They just expect them to come on a Sunday morning, perhaps pay a tithe, and the people expect to come and for their money, hear a good sermon, maybe get a visit from the leader or the, the minister every now and then. But friends, that is not the biblical model of church. According to the Bible, church is supposed to be intimate, interactive, sharing burdens, spending time with one another, helping one another, watching out for one another, giving of ourselves to this body that we are now a part of. So becoming part of God's body requires leaving behind of our old life, walking out an intimate relationship with Jesus, committing ourselves to spending time in his word, spending time with him, and spending time with other Christians. But it's also about being fruitful, about growing this family, about sharing the love that we have received from him with others and inviting people to be a part of our family. So the question that I want to ask you today is not, is your name on a church list? Although from an admin point of view, it's really helpful to have your name on a list. And if you haven't yet downloaded the Church Suite app, that's also really helpful but it's not the most important thing. And it's not about, have you been baptized or confirmed into a church? We celebrated Zoe this morning with dedication because it's a special thing to do. But what is more important is about joining in with the family of God, letting go of past allegiances that didn't agree with God's word, being committed to following his principles and walking with him on a daily basis. Are you willing to honestly look into the word of God and become a doer of the word, not just a hearer? I don't want to be the person who just comes on a Sunday morning, sings empty words, and doesn't get involved with other people? Do we really want to be people who just slip in as the service starts, head straight for our chair, listen, sing, and then leave again straight afterwards? Or do we want to be a people that is joined together with the family of God? Because there is something amazing that happens when we have this joining together. In Ephesians 4, which is a passage of scripture that is titled Unity Within the Body of Christ, it's talking about Christ and it says this, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working of every part which does its share, causes growth for the body, and for the edifying of itself, that's the church in love. Friends, there is this amazing energy that happens when we are joined together with other believers in the body of Christ. It's a synergy. The Holy Spirit's power is released on us for a mission which he's already given to us, bringing the gospel to the ends of the earth. 
It talks about um, the effective working where every part does its share. Other versions say the proper working of each individual part. You, as an individual, every single one of you, has a gift, a skill, a characteristic, a motivation, an idea that when put with the family of God, helps us to move forward in the mission that he has given you, has given us. You have a part to play and we want you to be a part. You know, one of the things that I love to do is crochet and I've made several big blankets and when I crochet, I count every single stitch that I crochet. I have long rows of 130, 150 stitches and every row I make sure that I have the correct amount of stitches. I put stitch markers every 20 or 30 stitches to help me keep track because I know that if I miss a stitch, I'm going to end up with a hole. And when one of us doesn't play our part, there is something missing. In the videos that we produce in our recording studio, if one of us doesn't do our bit, we don't end up with a great product. Friends, you are a part of the body of God. Let's join together. Let's become a part of that energy and that synergy, that Holy Spirit power that is released on us to do the mission that he has called us to. You are important to us, to God, and to the church. We have so much coming up in the next few months. Uh, Greg has written a course called Poema, which is already available on the website. Um, if you go to poema.page, you can find that. There are different options, but there is a free option. The, th the third button along, if you sign up to the Leading Lights website, which is free, you can access the whole course for free. And it's about discovering your passion and your giftings to be able to use it within the body of Christ. We've got life groups, we've got Bible school where you can delve deep into the word and find out what God is saying. I want to challenge you. Don't be the person that just walks in as the service starts and just sits and listens and then walks out. Be the person who joins together, who is knitted together with fellow Christians and fellow believers so that we can move to forward together in the mission God has given us. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for calling us to this life and for equipping us with everything that we need to do what you have called us to do. And I pray, Lord, that today each one of us will allow you to speak to our hearts to speak to us and tell us where you want us involved, how you want us to be joined with this body, how you want us to be knit together with our fellow Christians. And Lord, that you would give us um, the courage, the energy, the enthusiasm that we need to act on what you say to us. Jesus, it's all about you and it's all for you. And we want to bring your love to the ends of the earth, starting here in Jersey. 
would you enable us as a church, joined and knit together with the power of your Holy Spirit, to do that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.